Hey, so I'm just gonna be practicing um, speaking for what I'm gonna be sharing about this Saturday at the conference. So, so here we go. Hey, my name is Travis Mitchell, and I'm from the Bay Area, from the East Bay, from a town called Alamo. I was born and raised in in the East Bay. And I now live in Dublin, California. <laughs> I know what some of you are thinking. I do live in Dublin, but not Ireland. It's uh, Dublin, California, which is in the East Bay, just outside of San Francisco. And um, a lot of times um, people ask, you know, well, what's your story? Well, it's really simple. My story is... Um, my story is a pretty simple story. I, uh, I grew up uh, playing golf. And actually, funny enough, my first, at least my oldest memory of competitive golf was here, down in Stockton, uh, and, and specifically in Ripon uh, at Spring Creek. And uh, it's really funny because this is the first conference I've, I've been invited to speak at. And... Uh, I just think that is just so cool. So, um, I hope that, uh, that golf tournament, uh, it went really well for me and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited and, and I really hope, uh, today is, uh, is a blessing for, for everyone who gets to speak. So anyways, moving on, um, there's actually a video that I wanted to share with all of you, um, now this video, I don't think words do enough of a justice. And people say, you know, an image is worth a thousand words. Well, how much, uh, you know, is a video worth? A lot of words, right? It's worth a lot of words. And I can sit here and talk about all those words. But I feel like this visual would do such a justice uh, to properly capture the vision that we have been working toward for really uh, since I've been involved in some of this missionary entrepreneurial work. So the first thing I'd like to say is um, faith has been such an important part of my life. And uh, I just, I've always wanted, I remember back in high school, um, I would promote, so I would promote these like parties after work, uh, uh, yeah, on the weekends, and these parties were, uh, you know, I'd promote like some of the nightlife stuff, and always, you know, giving people these invitations. But I always remember, and I always had this conviction that uh, I knew that it was the invitation, the uh, the opening door, if you will, for someone to 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 try something new. And a lot of times, the the habits that would form. Uh, as a byproduct uh, of some of those parties, I, I felt that didn't always lead to the best trajectory in some people's lives. And so, but I've always found the gospel, you know, in comparison to the high dopamine release of parties, I've always felt the gospel to bring this this deeper hope, this, um, this enduring uh, piece that's beyond a one-time hit. It's not a one-time high. It's a it's an enduring hope that we carry as believers in the promises of God for our lives. And um, 
my hope today is to just be able to share that voice and a little bit about that heart um, for the mission. So it was actually toward the end of high school where I, I really reconnected with my faith. Um, and I knew that I really, really wanted to be involved in missionary work. Uh, for a long time, I wanted to go overseas to uh, do evangelism work. And um, what I ended up doing instead was I ended up... Um, I ended up doing, what was it? Well, what I ended up doing instead of the evangelism work was I realized that I live here in the Bay Area. And here in the Bay Area, I have um, just a tremendous environment, uh, a tremendous environment of friends and family and uh, connections, and we're here in the Silicon Valley. Now, by being here in the Silicon Valley, we are in the Bay Area where there is so many uh, opportunities. And so I looked at Silicon Valley with the tech and everything that was happening. Um, and with the Silicon Valley tech and everything that was happening, I thought to myself, you know what? I would love, uh, I would actually really, really like the opportunity to use the innovative technology that is being invented right here in the heart of California to reach people across nations, across states, counties, all kinds of borders that I wanted to, to breach by, uh, by connecting believers. And so one of the things that I did was I um, I um, uh, what else did I do? Yeah, I mean that's that's something that I really really wanted to do, and so when I went about that part of my life, I when I went about that part of my life, I thought about you know, what is that going to look like? And, and, and so at the time I was working on a, a startup, uh, with my dad, it was a, a music competition app for, for independent artists. And what I was hoping to do was help independent artists, uh, in the music industry. And so, but something changed. I really wanted to do something that I felt had this, uh, that, really was a blessing for my faith. And so, uh, I was, I, I went to these small groups. I was spending a lot of time in these different small groups going, uh, literally four to six days a week, uh, to talk about my, um, uh, to, to, to talk about uh, or just to go to these small groups just for fellowship in general. And, and there's one thing that really stood out to me is a lot of these were, they were, you know, Bible studies, uh, and, and they were very consistent, which was nice. But what I felt like I really needed was to be connected with, with believers. Um, but I wanted to do some more unique fellowship experiences, make more unique memories, 
go to uh, all kinds of things, go to retreats, go to conferences, concerts, seminars, uh, just social outings, visiting, hanging out at people's houses. Like there's just so much more to life that I wanted to deepen some of those relationships. And so I decided that maybe there's a way to use tech and I, I, I reached out to partner with some engineers to, to work on this uh, platform uh, called Havenia. And what we wanted to do was to end loneliness by giving believers easy access to fellowship after working on the weekends. And I believe that when you have a, a shared value, shared identity in Christ, I found that there's a level of connection that we carry that's already so profound. It's not something you can get out of a out of an everyday event. It, it's it's something much deeper. You you really know something about people, and that's why it's such a crucial point when it comes to choosing who you want to start a, a family with or who you you know uh, engage with and business partnerships. And it's so, so crucial to our core values. And what I wanted to do was to make a way for that to be more available uh, in our local community and uh, both virtually and physically. And so that was really the inspiration behind the idea. And so that idea, uh, it crosses all denominational boundaries. So it goes beyond Lutheran, Episcopalian, Catholic, Anglican, um, whichever one, which uh, denomination, it really aims to encapsulate believers of every denomination, of all walks of life, to be able to come together and to experience fellowship in unity. And I believe that the future of the church is beyond the walls. It's not just you know a building that we go to physically to to attend services, but it's it's our houses, it's our it's our it's our world. Whether you're standing on sand, pavement, gravel, wood, uh, steel, whatever surface you are standing on, it's the moment that you're that you're present in with somebody else that fellowship is possible. And I believe that fellowship is the dawn of discipleship, and it is through these fellowship experiences that we can really deepen our our social bonds and our relationships with one another in a time such as this where there's people there there's some studies uh that say you know past the age of 25 really once people graduate from college the percentage of real friendships in their life depreciates significantly and uh that's really a bummer and i feel like the relationships are so important to how we experience life and who we share our lives with. So I wanted to make sure during my time as a missionary, I wanted to make sure I gave it my all to try and see this through into reality. Because I know that there's so many people that will never attend church, they'll never set foot in a building for a variety of reasons. But I always hoped that the invitation into fellowship that the invitation into uh, 
just experiencing community, that driver when we're lonely and isolated would be a would be a, a, the first time where you would see uh, a staunch skeptic be in an environment with a passionate evangelist and people from all walks, uh, all stages of their of their walk in Christ that or wherever they are at in their spiritual faith that there would be an open invitation and I hope to use technology to meet people where we were spending so much of our lives behind a phone behind a computer behind uh, what might eventually be more immersive tech for, for better and worse honestly um, so we need to decide what is the future that we how do we as the church want to move forward as as pioneers of the vision as as the catalyst of the future or are we going to stay behind the trend behind the times and and just kind of get left by the wayside and for me I wanted to see something different I, I wanted to see us the church be the pioneers be inventing some of the technology that's helping drive our economy forward being a light in the workplace sharing the gospel with people oopsie sharing the gospel with people no matter where they are in their journey no matter where they are in their walk in their faith in their life that we could we could set that tremendous example as believers and so one of the other things I want to really unpack here today is you know why am I still here why after all this time do I continue have I continued to show up and I guess the heart, you know, when you talk about Fresh Fire, such a cool conference, in my opinion, because my the candles got, it's gotten pretty, pretty dim sometimes. And for me, it's, it's just that, that hope that one day we'd open our phone and we would see a map filled with fellowship events and experiences that we could filter that are catered to what we want, but that someone after work on the weekends could find that and that and that that we could recharge regather no matter where we are in the world to know that we're not alone and to know that we have each other and to know that we have hope in our lives and it's an enduring hope that we carry with our faith in God and no matter where you are in your walk today my my hope my encouragement for you <laughs> while we're standing here at Fresh Fire is that no matter what, no matter what you've been through, no matter where you've come from, that God is, that God has a plan, that God is faithful, and that he loves us as we are. You know, we don't have to, we don't have to be somebody, we don't have to perform at a certain level, although I deeply believe in the value of professional excellence in the work that we do. But I also believe that it's just as important the moments that we take the time to love our neighbor, the moments that we take the time. And when I mean love, I want to be clear. There's, there's a couple forms of love. It means, uh, it means uh, you know, there's brotherly love, there's romantic, there's, uh, there's unconditional. And I'm talking about what's called agape. Agape is is unconditional love where you 
where you love people regardless of condition, regardless of constraint, regardless of what they've done to you, that that's what God calls us to as the body. So my hope is to see a church, um, to see a church that's filled with that with that love. And, and uh, I hope that these fellowship experiences would I just it just would mean the world to me to see conferences concerts seminars retreats just being filled with people just experiencing uh, greater growth in their faith and just to see kids you know adults even people at all stages of their life you know wherever we're at that we would find one another and that 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 that, that, that are that our lives would just be blessed by the gospel, by the hope that we carry in, in Jesus Christ. And so, uh, another thing I just want to expand on is Havenia uh, is this app uh, that I've worked on for a while. We're actually, yeah, still kind of reworking on it, and you know, we're, we're totally open as much help as possible. But, but, but what I want to say more, more so than anything is that I, I really want to pray into it and I actually want to invite anyone listening today uh, to just pray that um, this blessing would pour out and reach people of all walks of life so that the hope that we carry in the gospel would would uh, become ever-present in the sphere of technology, that it would influence the products that we build, the way we treat our employees, customers, employers, staff, uh, uh, friends, family, our relationships, that the love of God would show in our lives. And I just pray that there would just be a shift in our heart, in the, in the atmosphere, and in all that we do, that we might be ready for when we need to speak, for when we need to share, and that our mind um, would share the words that we need to say to others that our thoughts would flow in the way and that we would speak victory over our lives and over the situation and that we would find a way to win. And my hope for you today is to win. And some of you are fighting battles privately that no one knows about, no one talks about, and maybe it'll be unseen for maybe your whole life for a good chunk of it or, or maybe... Maybe it's been discovered by somebody else. Whatever you got going on. And I, let me tell you, I got stuff going on too. But my prayer is it's not about the podium where I stand today. It's not about me, the individual speaker. It's about we, the collective body, creating moments. Uh, what we call, you know, I love the term holy moments. is in a book. And, and it's, it's creating those moments in our lives that form the memories that shape our lives. And people won't always remember everything you said or you did, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. And the way that I feel is that God has given us so much hope in Christ that we would otherwise not have. See, what people forget is without God, we remove morals become a subjective opinion, a matter of whatever one can conjure up in their mind whatever the laws of the land are which are set by the government leadership of the generation that people are living in however 
God is unchanging. Well, and his, well, what he calls us to is enduring and it lasts for eternity. And so what I want to continue with tonight is we carry our the hope and faith that we carry in God. And my prayer for you is to be somebody who is a light to those around you, who is speaking life over your situation. And my hope is that your family and your children and the generations that come after them would be blessed. And so I want to just take a little bit of time to speak over that. And I just want to pray that anyone who's in here tonight who whose family, uh, there's a discord between children and parents or between husband and wife. I know this could apply to many people and I just pour it out there because my hope and prayer for you is that there would be a united household and that we would choose to focus on the things that we have in common, the things that we we love about one another. I, I remember just kind of a side note here. I remember this story of this couple that restored their marriage and it was so good because what they did was they would write letters to each other and they would write so that their mind would focus on the things that they loved about the person they were married to. The husband and the wife, they would they would write the, the, the traits, the things, the moments, the memories that, that, that they loved about who they were in love with. And I think that is so beautiful because as soon as we give heed to any type of bickering in our lives, anytime we start you know, talking about the complaints and other things, there's, there, there, there's like a, there's a momentum that comes with that, that just drags down the relationship. But we have the opportunity to speak life over the situation, to read, to, 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 to write down the things of value. And so in the same way we do that, I, I've really tried to lay out this vision to write down, to type up, to, to cast. And so some of you here tonight might have a vision whether it's for the relationships, friendships, partnerships, things that you got going on in your life, or whether it's something else. It's that the important thing is that we have each other and, and that through that unity that we carry in our faith, that that might be a, a, a blessing in our lives, that our, that our lives might begin to cross begin to cross the chasm we might begin to cross the chasm of of, of our own mind to, 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 to change our reality and our future to be focused believing forth for a brighter future and that's my hope for everybody here tonight and so the other thing I want to share is um, we have uh, you know this app this, the intention behind it, it's, it, it, it means so much to me. Like some people might look and they might say, oh, you know, this is an app, but it's so much more than that. It's, it's, it's using technology as an open invitation. It's a centralized destination to find things that, 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 that help us grow. It's, it's uh, without distraction. And uh, you come on and it's your two taps away 
from fellowship and community. And by that being easily accessible, easily available in your area, you have that opportunity in your life to, uh, to see this change, to see this transformation. And so my hope is that we get it done, that we fight the good fight, that we finish the race, and that we keep the faith. And so my belief, and uh, you know, and I, and I hope that some of you listening today might also have, have a project, and I just wanna, again, say, if you have a project in your life that maybe you were worried about pursuing or were you know, on the fence about it, I want you to know that, that stepping out into the unknown that it's okay. That taking a chance in your life will uh, will give you a chance to live a life that is so far beyond your imagination. It's it's about taking the chance. Say, hey, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to answer the call. And uh, my encouragement to you is to to answer the call. If there's a vocation. If there's something in your heart, life. It could be just calling someone up that you need to talk to or it could be you know start trying something new starting something new in your life my you know my <laughs> my overwhelming prayer and hope for you is that you you would say yes that when that call comes that you would say hey I'm going to answer that call and when you answer that call to be able to follow through in perseverance and in due diligence and so if we if we live our lives from that place, we'll have a new set of skills, uh, a new set of, of awareness, a new set of perspective and opportunity. Remember, you'll, you either succeed or you learn. And life is a big learning journey. And I want you to know a little bit about this app. The first time we uh, some of these projects were built, they, they were built the wrong team wrong foundation and they had to get restarted and rebuilt it's okay to ask for help along the way to listen to advice have wise godly counsel in your life as you're moving forward in the work that you are pursuing and so what I would say is you know to take not just any risk but to take calculated bets and to bet on yourself and it, and and it be and it starts with what you write, what you speak, what you choose to to picture and 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 replay in your mind uh, frequently. That is going to determine the course of your future. That's going to determine the direction uh, that you'll that you will ultimately go in in the end. And um, sometimes we got to have that heart to heart conversation with ourselves in order to do that. In order to to make the change that we need to, to, to make to move into the next uh, destination, the next step in our in our lives. And so as we move forward in our lives, my prayer and hope for you is that you would do the same. And so I just want to thank everybody here that has come here tonight. And um, uh, what an honor. And I just want to share something with you and something I love about Fresh Fire. Sometimes I, I was just reached out as an invitation to do, you know, podcasts, just kind of doing my thing, helping promote. 
and I received this incredible invitation. And um, you know, in life, when you choose to lead to lead by giving, you might receive invitations that are unexpected. And those invitations could be invitations that could have a profound effect on your future. And my encouragement to you is to say yes to those invitations and uh, to step out because my first thought, you know, I was thinking, you know, am I qualified? I don't know. Like, let me try and recommend somebody, you know, who might be a better fit or whatever. And um, no, and sometimes it's you. Sometimes you're the fit. Sometimes you're the one who's called and chosen to do to do this great work. And um, when it's you who does it, then there's a blessing. There's a blessing that follows because you stepped out. And not everyone steps out. But when you step out, you get that chance in your life that... And it might be your only opportunity. Not it won't be. No, you'll probably get more. But when you say yes to something, more doors can open for you. And my hope for you is that you would let those doors open. That that you would choose to open those doors. And so one of the things I want to just wrap up with here is that we have choices in our lives. And sometimes we got to say yes, whether we're, you know... Uh, scared, worried, concerned. We just got to be faithful. And my hope to you is that you would do that. That's my prayer, really, for anyone here tonight. Um, The other thing I want to share is just a little bit more about the heart. Um, When I was six years old, I had a, my half-brother passed away from a heart condition of, uh, it was called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy. It's a condition of the heart. His heart was quite literally too big. And um, it led to my passion for spirituality, for for faith, to really want to seek after the realities of God and life. And I sought so many different spiritual paths, and I landed on that Jesus Christ, I believe, uh, is who he claimed to be. And um, so I live from that place, and I carry that belief in my, 